Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. To another episode of Here's, Here's what, what I Was Thinking, thinking about, about While You Were Talking. talking. The show where um, three friends take turns talking and listening and then reveal what we were thinking about while the other people were talking. And today's episode, we are going to lead off with Sabrina. That's you. Me? Yeah. Okay. I'm Brian and that's Aaron and we're not going first. So Sabrina, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> True. Um, so uh, this week I encountered... The name Lincoln Jackson. Sorry, my stomach growled really loud. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't hear it. Okay, good. I encountered um, someone named Lincoln Jackson this week. Like in your life? Um, No, like I was looking someone up and then Mm. I got, I like clicked on something else and then I found them there. And I was like, wow, weird. Like his first and last name are both president names. (laughs) And president last names. Yeah, president last names. Yeah. And so then I was like, what are some other like, good president names and And what's his middle name yeah that's a great question and so i just like made up a little list of some goofy president based names okay so the first category is like um hoity-toity and so the first one on that list is buchanan eisenhower (laughs) Ooh, i like that these aren't real i just thought of a, a list to name but your first potential, yeah. potential, yeah, potential child's names. children's names okay. for yeah. me. Buchanan Eisenhower. Buchanan Eisenhower. What Get you... your butt in here. <laughs> Quit hitting your sister. What are you calling that kid? Bukey? Cannon? <laughs> Bucky. Bucky? Yeah, maybe Bucky. Annan. Buke. Buke is terrible. Can. 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 B-E. Cunin. <laughs> maybe just Ike, you know. Ike. Yeah, oh, because Eisenhower, yeah. boring. Yeah. yeah. Buchanan Eisenhower, isn't that so good? Yeah, it's good. Another one is McKinley Kennedy. Okay. Okay, now that yeah. I'm pretty sure I know. That's, right? That kind of sounds like yeah. what everyone started naming their kids in like 97. Yeah. yeah, that's a girl you went to high school with. Yeah. Or just like one of the toddlers in Tiara's Toddlers. <laughs> yeah. Definitely named that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So next category is what if you named your kid after presidents with the same last name? So, like, what if you name your kid like Adams, Adams? <laughs> and then what if you name your kid Bush, Bush? Or Roosevelt, Roosevelt? Bush, and you're Bush like, no, great. his first name is after <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Mm. And his last name is after Franklin Roosevelt. Yeah. Well, I was thinking you were going to say, like, Theodore Franklin. No, these are all or last like names. John, John Quincy. John, John Quincy is a great <laughs> name. I like John, John, yeah. You could take the first names from the presidents who have the same last names. They're like so ha- it's half still, of them are it's John. Still though, right? last name, it's still last <laughs> yeah, name based. Still last name based, but the kid gets first name. John John Quincy is very good. John Actually, John Quincy's always wearing a blazer. Theodore Franklin is a great name. And a NASCAR. I love both of those names. Yeah. I like Theodore too a lot. Theodore Tugboat. <laughs> represent. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> That's a TV show about a tugboat. Oh. Named Theodore. Never oh, seen it. Me either. It's like Thomas the Tank Engine, but for I tugboats. Was say. Hmm. I I watch Thomas, but I think it's in the same universe, maybe. Yeah. I'll do a report on that later. Cool. Okay. Um, and the next category is um, you could name your kid Arthur Johnson. Okay. And it would be like a super boring name, <laughs> mm-hmm. but no one knows that you're named after two different presidents. Yeah, that's cool. And then another fun one, mostly for me, is Garfield Roosevelt. Yeah. Because <laughs> a bunch of the high schools in Seattle yeah. are named after presidents. Oh, that's true. You could do Garfield Franklin Roosevelt. I saw that the cat. Cleveland. Yeah. Garfield. Oh, yeah, that oh, one would be super funny to me. 
Um, next, we got Taylor Tyler. Taylor yes. <laughs> and uh, Jackson Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Nixon Jackson. Yeah, Nixon Jackson like is also good. I like it better. It's like Nixon a little weirder. Jackson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just have a bunch of dick jokes. Okay. So we got Johnson Hoover. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. As in, as in they are a real Johnson Hoover? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real Johnson Hoover. You know that? <laughs> you bloody Johnson Hoover. Uh, that's good. Johnson Bush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. yeah. Pierce Johnson. Oh, <laughs> it's an action. So is Johnson. Yeah, Hoover. there's a few. Uh, guess, there's a few like verb names. Yeah, Ho- Grant, Hoover Johnson, Ford, Trump. Yeah, Hoover Johnson. I just Johnson Hoover is like a nickname. Johnson Hoover. Yeah, hardly knew. like you're a Johnson Hoover. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got Harding Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we got Adams Bush. Yeah, these are great. These uh-huh. are like great porn names. Uh-huh. Last one, Adams Johnson. <laughs> yes. Those are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that's my list. I love that. The best possible presidential last name names. Great topic. Thank you. That was good. Yeah. That's all I got. That's I don't have great. anything to add because it's just funny. That's just... If you, yeah, if you guys out there listening have some better ones, please let me know. Trying to think of off the top of my head if I can come up with anything good. Like I said, so all the ones. What that about are, like Fillmore Bush? Oh, that's oh, see, wow. that's really good. That is really good. Fillmore Bush. Fillmore so Bush. the ones that are um, besides Fillmore that are like real words are Pierce, Grant, Ford, Bush, Trump, and we got Fillmore. Um, and then we've got a bunch of them that are just first names like Tyler, Taylor, Arthur, mm-hmm. Wilson. Um, yeah. So yeah. So let us know your favorite. Um, what other presidential last there? name combos? Love it. What other last names are there for presidents? <laughs> other Carter, Harrison. You do anything with I Carter? Was, I was trying to th- like. I was like, are there some celebrity combos that I could do? You like know, like Aaron a sh- Carter. Like a yeah. Is there a but president I'll, with the last name Aaron? No. Just Aaron Bummer. Burr. Yeah, he wasn't a president. He wasn't a president, though. As we all know, thanks to the popular musical Hamilton. And also um, that music video, Lazy Sunday, yeah. from SNL. Mm. Okay, what other presidents are there? Washington, Adams, I've got a list. Jefferson, Do you want to look at my list? Madison. Monroe. Madison, it's Monroe. Monroe, Adams, John Quincy, Adams. Jackson, Van Buren. I feel yeah. like you could do some cool Ooh, stuff Buren. with Van Buren. Van Buren, Van Buren, yeah. Van Buren. Oh, you Van said Van Buren because, like, God, such a Seattleite. <laughs> Can't even say that. Without, yeah. Um. Oh man, I feel like there's got to be some more good ones out there. Taft. What can you do with Taft? I know. I I couldn't think of any good Taft ones. <laughs> I just keep putting in like other things, like Ricky Ticky Tafty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grant. Anything for Grant? Grant Bush. Grant Bush. Yeah. You guys spend some time on it and let us know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. That's a fun one. Because we'd love to hear some good ones. I'm pretty proud of Fillmore Bush. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a really good that, one. I just <laughs> totally missed that one. Good job. That's okay. You can be forgiven. It was too obvious. You had a lot more material to work with, whereas I was just like trying to think of one name. And then once I thought of it, right. I thought of something else to go with. I wasn't looking at a list trying to make combinations. True. All right. All right. 
Which one of those would you name your kid? I like the Taylor Tyler. Taylor Taylor one. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Boats, boats. That's good. I'm just going to plug Deadspin name of the year really quick. Because that's a really good place to look for kids' names. Oh, nice. Good to know. All right, cool. Thanks, Sabrina. Thanks, Sabrina. You're welcome. That was wonderful. It's my turn now. Yeah. Oh, also, if you are listening and you are not from the U.S., and you have maybe prime ministers or whatever you do in your country, and you have some great suggestions using your local politicians, we'd love to hear those as well as U.S. presidents. Oh, yeah. I recently found out that there is a president in Nigeria named Goodluck Jonathan. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Yeah. That's a sentence. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Around to Aaron. It is my turn. All right. You two. Yes. The band? (laughs) No. I'm talking about vortexes. (laughs) Okay. Have y'all ever heard about the vortexes in Arizona? No. Sure haven't. Really? I don't think so. Can't wait to learn. Okay. Cool. That's good. So, as you both know, I recently visited the state of Arizona. I did know that. For the first time. It was a very pretty state. I had a great time. And I learned that... In this smallish town that I visited, Sedona, Arizona. Heard of it. It's known. Hashtag Kia Sedona. <laughs> oh, is that the same? Is that a thing? The it's the name of a car. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. You should have rented a Kia Sedona while you were there. We did not rent a car. When my family was in New Mexico, we had a rented Hyundai Santa Fe. <laughs> How was it? Wow. I think we also had a rented Kia Sedona. How I should it ride? Rent, I should have rented a Tacoma when I was in Tacoma <laughs> like, this weekend. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fine. I didn't need a car because I levitated because of all the spirituality that wow. was happening. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I do want to quickly cite um, some sources that I used in my research, which would be visitsedona.com, sedona.net, vortexhunters.com. <laughs> not net. Not net. And uh, this podcast called Everything is Energy. Okay. Um, which was really nice. It was kind of like a meditation thing. Um, so... Sedona vortexes, really the proper form is vortices. Vortices. But I don't know which one I'll say. So they're thought to be swirling centers of energy that are conducive to healing, meditation, and self-exploration. They're places where the earth seems especially alive with energy. Many people feel inspired, recharged, or uplifted after visiting a vortex. So basically, if you're within like a half or quarter mile of a vortex, your inner energy is said to be impacted. And inner energy is also called a chakra, if you've heard of one of those. I have heard the term. Yeah. Yes. Um, so. I have. I was in a spot because there's, I believe it was six vortices in Sedona or around um, the town. And um, some background on them. The ancient Native American Yavape, I hope I'm saying that right, Yavape people um, lived in the Sedona area and they painted petroglyphs indicating to future archaeologists and visitors that their creative force um, and the energy of their great mother was powerful and palpable. And that was thought to be the vortices. Like they painted like where they were or they just painted like pictures of them? I don't. No. Or they painted that message. Because petroglyphs are like writing, kind of. 
So I looked that up. I looked up the difference between They're petroglyphs like almost. and hieroglyph. And crap, I looked it up and I forgot. Hold on. But they're less like writing. They're like... Yes. They're more just pictures, but they also, I think, convey a message. I think Because we right. saw petroglyphs in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like in this canyon, there was a snake petroglyph, which maybe was to indicate like, watch out, there are snakes here. Mm-hmm. So it's very... What's, what's the root of that word? Petro. I don't know. Are we all Googling it? Maybe. I mean, I'm not. But are you So both? you're right about the hieroglyphs hieroglyphs being like more like an alphabet whereas a petroglyph is more like i believe a photo petro means rock or stone true oh yeah it was on rocks yeah they're carved into rocks that's what it is oh it's like carved it's cave carvings that's or um yeah rock carvings <laughs> rock carvings. whatever so also there are many like spiritual people that end up in sedona as well like people flock to it i've heard after talking to people around sedona when i was visiting um, and another cool thing that I did see with my own eyes. Oh, no, I should add this first. So there is measurable magnetism in Sedona, but the vortices are, aren't just magnetism. It's supposed to be more than that. Because um, obviously people, you know, some people don't believe in it. Some people really believe in it. Yeah. Do we know um, what the source of the magnetism is? Uh, magnets. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Is there some big deposit of magnetic? Oh, you know what? Or in the earth? I did learn this. I was on like a tour, a, a pink Jeep tour where they take you out on this really rugged trail in this gigantic Jeep. Was it pink? It was pink. Really pink. Like bubblegum pink. Is that the company? Mm-hmm. It was shout a really out, cool time. Shout out to pink Jeep. Yeah. Tour shout company. out to Bonnie, my driver. <laughs> um, and it was intense and you got to see a lot of the beautiful landscape and the rock formations. But I don't remember why... There is magnetism there. But we're going to move on from that. Maybe I'll come back to it. Okay. But one thing I did see while I was on my pink Jeep tour was twisted juniper trees. So if you see a twisted juniper tree that it's like, you know, actually literally twisted the, you know, um, it's a sign that you're in the area where the vortex is strongest. And I saw like three of these while I was on my tour. The vortex twists the tree as it grows. Is that Yeah. Because it's like a swirl, right? Because like mm-hmm. a vortex is anything that like flows. So in this podcast, everything is energy. Um, the host was talking about how, you know, a, a vortex could be anything from water to air to energy. So you're supposed to feel, I believe it's supposed to be like whatever you're feeling at the time is sort of. Magnified. Magnified. Couldn't hear that. I couldn't <laughs> think of the word. Can you- I was moving my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian helped me out. Amplified. And I was, yeah, amplified. I was trying to think if think back if I felt um, that way when like seeing those juniper trees and obviously being in a part where the vortex was supposed to be quite strong. And I have to say, I think I was just kind of scared of the Jeep ride. So like you're supposed to feel like, like tingling, you know, or like inner peace are some like symptoms of being <laughs> near the vortices. And I think I just felt like sweaty palms and a really tight, b-hole because we were going <laughs> up these cliffs in this jeep so it's hard to say sorry to say but yeah. it was like the tightest my b-hole's ever been so <laughs> wow maybe okay yeah um is there anything on vor- vortices that mentions b-hole tension not that i could find <laughs> not that i could find 
Mail look deeper. Um, I know the uh, my tour guide said that there are over 120 books written on the subject. Wow. So I've got some research to yeah, do. You're going to have to read a few of those. I know. At least. But yeah, so that is Vortexes. And some of this information is on the official visitsedona.com Yeah, website. it is. They talk about it. So, or you know, it's a big, whatever it is. it's a big tourist thing. Net. Yeah, visitsedona.com and sedona.net. Wow. And apparently these vortices are in other states. And so I was like, because I also, yeah, Vortex Hunters, I went there. And the only one that's in Washington State is on Orcas Island. Nice. And I have to say, I did go to Orcas Island once and I had a great time. And your beehole was tight? <laughs> My beehole so, was not tight. Therefore. Therefore, vortices are real. Well, I do remember I went camping on Orcas Island and my tent leaked and I got really wet. But none got in your beehole. <laughs> what? None got in my what? What? None got in your beehole. None of my beehole. so tight. But I was... It was watertight. Grumpy from that, but I like bounced back. I mean, you know, so maybe it was the vortices was like, yeah. don't be mad about that. That's vortices. That's great. Thanks. Yeah. I Thank thought it was you. interesting. Yeah, I just assumed that it was like a desert thing, and then you said Orcas Island. Yeah, yeah and then it's in other states too. Um, Is it usually coincide with places that are very relaxing and nice? Um, you know, I want to say it seems to maybe, and this just could be, this is a pure guess. It could be around a lot of rock formations. Yeah, are there rock formations on Arcas Island? I mean, it I is mean, a, it probably is rocks. A, it, it is, is an a rock island. formation. Yeah, in a way, yeah. There's like a lot of hiking and stuff. Yeah. But it's also, it's probably a self-reinforcing prophecy in some ways where you're like, ooh, there's vortexes here. Better be happy. So I'm going to, I feel chill and relaxed. And then other people come and they're like, wow, why are you so chill and you're relaxed? Like, it's the vortexes. It's the vortices. The vortices. And then they also come and chill. And then people who are into that go there. And then you have like, not just the vortices whether they're real or not but you also have a community of people who are just into like relaxing and calming and whatever spiritual yeah that's true energies yeah and then it feels like there's energy there because of the people are creating right that energy creating those good vibes yeah good 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 vibrations um i think there's four goods in there i missed one good vibrations good 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 vibrations. Cool. Cool. That's all I got on vortices. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're Very welcome. nice. My turn? Yeah. I guess so. All right. My my topic today comes with props. Yeah. A little musical oh. introduction. Brian is a mysterious Amazon box here. Yeah. So first I'm going to play you an audio thing. And I want you to tell me what it is. Here it comes. Oh, is it like metronome? <laughs> no. There's more to it. I hear a kazoo. Do you know what song this is? Not yet. Maybe never. You might not ever know it. Wait, <laughs> wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell you? Don't tell me. I can only let this go on for so long. Don't tell long. me. <laughs> Get so upset. Knowing what it is is really only a side. Yeah, I don't. It's not the real. It's a, is it a hip hop or rap song? No. Oh. No, no, no. What is it? Uh, that was the song Turtle Power. 
from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Played on kazoo, <laughs> which you noticed. Yeah. Um, so I didn't don't have a kazoo with me, but <laughs> my topic today is musical toys. Okay. Because we were talking previously about the tube that makes the noise. Oh, yeah. And so I have some of those. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Wow. Give me some one. Other ones. Music class. Give me um, one. So, so, yeah, I used the, the Kazoo Ninja Turtles as my intro because that was a thing I had a long time ago. Was as this, an intro? It was a tape. For your podcast? I had a cassette tape that was all these Ninja Turtles songs played on kazoo. And there was like a book so you could play along with your kazoo. And I didn't bring a kazoo because I figure everyone knows what that is. And that's, you know, whatever at this point. I wish you had a kazoo. Do you? I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, turtle power on kazoo. That's a little bit of my childhood right there. Nice. And then what's funny is this morning I was walking through Westlake Station and I saw a person playing a melodica. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yes. You do too? I do. It's like a wind instrument with a keyboard thing where you blow into it and play the keys and it's like a toy instrument but also you can make real music on it real music real music Um, what isn't real music no that's what i call real music well you know like the music we just heard of the kazoo thing is not necessarily something that everyone would classify as like disagree it's real music good (laughs) listenable music i mean everyone's got taste only me as a child really loved listening to that um, Speak for yourself. So I've got a sample of musical toys for you here. And the first one is the one we were talking about. I'm so excited. He's getting in the box. The Can one we were talking it? about before. There was He's a rummaging. cow sound, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. <gasps> I knew it. I heard oh, a cow wow. sound when he was like rummaging through the box earlier secretly. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, wow, he's got a cow in that tiny so, box. Yeah. So the first one, the one we were talking about before, the tube that makes the noise is called a groan tube. What? That's the worst. Yeah. Uh. And so that's a tube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours is deeper. That's a tube that makes the noise. Wait, is ours the same tone, Brian? Oh, that was higher. Oh. I think it's is just... It how it's, fast you do it? It's one uh, of those... It's because uh. it's... The thing inside... <laughs> the thing inside has... Like, the sides are different. So one side is slightly different than the other. Um, so the grown tube, I have a tiny bit of information here. Most of my information for this comes from Wikipedia, sadly. I was really hoping to find some more history on these toys, but there's very little that you can find with um, just basic Google searches. So if anyone else has other information they know, love to hear it. Grown tube. <laughs> <laughs> you gave That's me some the information tube. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was fun. Grown tube was invented in the early 1960s by Japanese toy manufacturer Kureo. The toy was first sold as Magic Noise Tube. Mattel was the first company to sell the product in the United States in 1973. The Jibba Jabber the toy made by Ertl <laughs> produced a similar sound. So I then have a little diversion on the Jibber Jabber, Jibba Jabber toy. <laughs> Is it A's? It's J-I-B-B-A-J-A-B-B-E-R. Jibba Jabber. Jibba Jabber. Jibba Jabber. Was a doll made by the comp- toy company Ertl in the mid 1990s. The dolls came with various color hair, and uh, the female version called Miss Jibba Jabba, Jibba Jabber, 
had a pink body with pink nose, and the male version had a black body with yellow nose. That's Miss Jibba-Jabber to you. The distinguishing property of the Jibba-Jabber was the distinct choking or strangling sound resembling a groan tube <laughs> made, by the wobbling head when, made by the wobbling head when shaken. When Ertl was told about shaken baby syndrome, the company responded, as reported by the U.S. Advisory Board on Child Abuse and Neglect, by, quote, placing an insert in Jibba-Jabber packaging explaining that while Jibba-Jabber is for fun, a lethal form of child abuse involves the shaking of babies. The pamphlet lists seven ways to react positively to a child rather than resorting to violence. The whole thing just seems very ill thought out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The toy, Jibba Jabber, was recommended as an adult stress reliever and gift for corporate executives. It's an interesting <laughs> footnote that had a citation to a USA Today article from 1994 that was dead. So the link, I really wanted to read that article. Oh. And I could not. You couldn't find it? About the executives and their dolls? Yeah, about executive stress relief. Weird. So the groan tube is a plastic tube that makes a groaning sound when inverted. Listen. Yep. As the plug slides inside the tube. Listen. The pitch. Yep. The pitch will rise as the resonant, resonant column of air gets shorter and fall as it gets longer. This website also said the groan tube enables children to develop the following skills. Hand eye coordination, gripping skills, and balance. Wait, I don't understand the pitch thing because it's like the... Yeah, the so, tube does not change length. But the distance between the slider and the end, so as it slides down, it's compressing the air, and as that distance gets shorter, the pitch changes. But it stays the same the whole slide. Sort of. Changes a little bit. Yeah. But then why is it different? Like, why is that one higher? Yeah. So I found, I don't know. I don't know exactly Explain everything. pitch science to me. So I found from the Oberlin.edu, Oberlin University Physics Department website, there's just this brief description of a ground tube that says the ground tube contains a party noisemaker on a sliding mask. Hold the tube vertically and it makes noise as the mass moves, mass moves through it. Toss the, toss the tube in the air so there is no relative motion between the slider and the tube and the noise stops. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you caught it. Here we <laughs> um, So yeah, that's a ground tube. Wait. Wait no, that's so fine. Like... <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't know about the toss the thing in there. I don't get the toss thing. Oh. Anyway. Well, we can, none of us can catch any. So I'm also going to include in the episode description, I'm going to include a link to a YouTube video from Granddad is an Old Man, where he takes one of these apart. And Who, Granddad? Yeah, because he needs to fix it. And the end is loose, so he takes off the end. What's interesting is when the cap is not on the end, it makes no noise. It oh, yeah, to, or if you cover it up. It has to be sealed. Check me out. If you cover up the side with the holes in it. Oh, there's holes? Check me out. See, I don't have my glasses. It's kind of dark <laughs> oh, yeah. in here. So if, you, if you cover up the side with the holes in it, it doesn't make noise. So it's interesting. And then he takes the thing out, and you can see what it looks like. And also he like blows into it, and it makes noise and stuff. Oh. So it's like a little kind of whistle thing that slides down. and Cool. It's like a flappy whatever. Can you blow into it and make noise? I drop mine and it's far away. <laughs> no, he blows into the he blows into the slide thing when he takes it out of the oh, tube. Oh, when he takes it out. The thing yeah. on the inside. Yeah. So that's the ground tube. The next item I have for you is the moo box. And this is a little cylindrical thing. Kind of looks like a salt shaker or something. Yeah, it kind of looks like a salt shaker. It's like a little cylindrical thing. It's got one side there's cutouts, inside there's like a slidey thing. On the side it says turn the can upside down then back and it will move for you. So I turned it upside down and made no noise. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. 
There's that's the mood. Can I wanna, hold it? Yeah, you can. If you wanna Can't give it wait. a try. I guess it's it's less like a salt shake, more like like a container of baking soda. Yeah. Yeah. It's that size. Um, the Moo Box, I really had a hard time finding information about, except for what's on Wikipedia, which is kind of funny. Um, so it says the Moo Box is a toy or souvenir, blah, blah, blah. You can turn it upside down. It makes a noise that resembles the mooing of a cow. It's <laughs> <laughs> so long. The toy can be <laughs> configured to create other animal sounds, such as the mewing of a cat, the sound of a bird, or the, or the bleat of a sheep. And then the rest of the information they have is all these pop culture appearances by the Moo Box. The toy can be seen in the third teaser trailer for Despicable Me. A moo box was used in the Beastie Boys track B-Boys Making with the Freak Freak from their 1994 album Ill Communication. Michael Scott confuses a radon detector for a moo box in the cold open of the Office episode The Chump. The Cube Brothers make moo boxes in the post-apocalyptic French film Delicatessen, directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunet and Marc Carreau. In one of the THX trailers... Tex, the name of the robot mascot of THX, uses a moo can to perform a deep note mooed by cows. And in, in Invader Zim, season one, episode four, the secretary for the school nurse is seen using the toy. They like animated a moo box. Yeah. So there's like a lot of appearances by moo boxes in pop culture, but no one knows much about them or where they came from. Well, I can tell you that this moo box is made in Taiwan and it's copyright copyrighted in 1998. Copyright. Yeah, that, I said written. That's just copyright anger. 1998 on it. Yeah. Wow, I just bought that brand new. I know it's cool. They don't they don't make them anymore. Apparently not. This is awesome. Oh, I turned upside down again, which you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. Kind of right. sounds like a baby. This is fun. These are these are fun toys. Um, Do you have anything else? Yeah, I've got a pop tube. What's that? Pop tube, spelled pop, B-O-P, tube, T-O-O-B, okay. uh, is made by Slinky, Slinky oh. brand noisemaker, and dexterity and bilateral coordination toy. Mm. It can, I'll just, okay. let me describe yeah. it. I'll describe <laughs> it to you, and then you can tell me if you know what it is. It consists of colored corrugated plastic tubing, which pops when the tube is compressed, expanded, or bent. The tubes are extendable, bendable, and connectable, and may be used... <laughs> What? <laughs> just lost it. Uh-oh. Oh, I was just thinking of like that as like a like a, a slogan for some sort of adult content. Like, oh yeah, they're extendable, bendable, and connectable, and shareable. Anyway, yeah, and completely waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe used for construction or as a noisemaker. You don't want noisemaker adult toys. Yeah. So do you know what it is? You can put it in the dishwasher. No. no. Do you think you can figure out what it is? For Wait, no. Just show me. Oh. Wait, I've never seen that before. Oh. Man, they describe that toy like very intensely for what it is. I mean it's a yeah. can you buy that at Home Depot? What did what was the what was the like uh, justification yeah. for giving it to children? They called it like a It's bandable. It's extendable, bendable, and connectable. No, oh, but, but at it, the beginning they Yeah, said, what kind of toy? Like it helps develop like specific skills. Yeah dexterity and bilateral coordination so okay. i guess because you have to use two hands to do okay. it okay i believe that do you remember these did you ever play with these as a kid i guess i always I felt so. like it was like like a piece to something else yeah not like a thing on its own like a piece of plumbing i'm pretty it sure those, noises. that goes under your sink too hopefully, yeah or like hopefully some listeners don't hate this 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. But <laughs> I think it's fun. You yeah, Thank you. Sabrina now has it. So that's the pop tube made by Slinky. That's fun. I don't know if that one's a Slinky brand or not. Tubes backwards is I, boot. Oh, oh. I actually, I really like these. I, they're like really, it's a really satisfying feeling as they pop out. Ooh, Ooh. I like what you did there. She has it in her fingers like a Chinese finger trap. It's another toy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's really good. Now she's snaking it. Now it's an adult toy. Now yeah. It's- <laughs> now it's sensual. Sensual finger uh, snakes. Oh, my. Whoa. I think that part is the... <laughs> it's the hoo-hoo. It's the not... <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw it at Aaron now. Go. Yeah, throw it at Aaron. Ooh, I am not right-handed. Ooh. Oh, Wait. and also you can like hit them and stuff and they make noise. Which brings... You can, like hit them together? No, like when you when it landed on Aaron, it made like a little sort of melodic noise. Yeah, slap your knee with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pitch. Yeah, which brings me to boom whackers. Oh, I've heard of boom whackers. Oh, I think I know what a boom whacker is. A boom whacker? <laughs> we all know what a boom whacker is. <laughs> a boom whacker is a lightweight, hollow, color-coded plastic tube tuned to a mus- musical pitch by length. Well, first, let me... What's this called again? That's a pop tube. You want to put the pop tube back? No. Uh, <laughs> so boom whackers were invented by an American named Craig Ramsell, Craig Ramsell, who reportedly came up for the idea in 1994 about home recovering from radiation therapy. Aww. While cutting cardboard tubes into shorter lengths for recycling, he happened to notice the different pitches resulting from the different lengths and decided to investigate their creative potential. Okay. The original plastic boom whackers were first produced in 1995. And then there's a whole biography about Craig Ramsell. He grew up in Iowa. Nice. His first serious instrument was the cornet. He switched to French horn in junior high. Cornet. Difficult instruments. Not trumpet. As a long, young teen, weird. he learned to play rhythm guitar and did the local yokel rock band thing. Yokel? Also picking up the keyboard on a local self-taught yokel. basis, but never getting very skilled with it. When he entered high school, the school insisted that he play French horn in the marching band if he was going to play in the orchestra. Marching band? He protested that it was hard enough to play the French horn sitting still, let alone marching on the field, and refused to play in the marching band. Good for him. Stick up for yourself. Since the horn belonged to the school, whatever your name was, they insisted that he play in the marching band or not play at all. That was the end of Craig and the French horn. That was the end of Craig. (laughs) Uh, then he went to MIT and did some stuff, did some finance stuff, whatever. And then he had the idea for the boom whackers. And then eventually he plays guitar again and uh, also plays some drums and stuff. Um, cool. So I've got some boom whackers in here. I'm excited. I think I know what these are. They're just like colorful plastic Oh, okay. Tubes. I was thinking you... like the ones you get at sports games, but it's similar. Oh, no, those are thunder sticks. Oh, shit. Thunder sticks are like the plastic yeah. tubes and you fill them with air and yeah. then you smack them together and Love they make this. a really loud noise mm-hmm. yeah they gave those out often at korean baseball games nice and at seattle thunderbirds games yeah so like the boom whackers are just plastic tubes and when you hit them on things mm, they make sense. they make tones Ooh. are these ones are all really short I've are, got they all, a, are they the same length? I've no, got, that one's shorter. No, I've got an F here. I've got oh. a G. Oh, it says right here, D. I've got an E. Oh, I have a D sharp. Or an E flat. I've got an F sharp or a G flat. <laughs> um, or an F flat or a oh, G sharp. Oh, can we make a, can we do a scale? I don't remember music. Well, we only have, oh, you're right. Can we do a chromatic scale? Part of a chromatic yeah, scale. Like part of a chromatic scale. Aaron, you need to get yours in the microphone better. Oh. Oh. 
fuck. Hold on. In front of the mic. Wait, let me add. This one has paper in it. Was that an F sharp? What's Make sure none of yours have paper in it. Mm-mm. This is an F. What's an F F? And a G. Oh, it is an F sharp. It says F sharp, Brian. Yeah, I forgot which one was sharp and flat, <laughs> so I tried not to comment. <laughs> oh, there's a bigger one in here. This is a C sharp and a D flat. This is a D, so we got three half steps here. All right. Okay, I have a D sharp. We're running out of time, so I'm gonna move forward a little bit. Also, they make great. Um, we can do spy a riff. Glasses. We'll do a riff afterwards that we can edit onto the end of the episode. Okay. All right. So first, I just want to play this little video for you, which is some people with boom whackers making real music. Beats. Better than what we were doing. Beats by boom whacker. It's a group of college students, I believe, at Harvard, and they're playing the Pink Panther theme song. I also found a video of people playing a Bach sonata, which is really interesting because the way they they had a whole bunch of boomwhackers everywhere, and the way they played it, those kids were hitting the boomwhackers on their legs, Mm -hmm. and they each had two. This other one, there's more boomwhackers than people. So okay. they had a bunch on the floor and people would pick them up and they would hand them to each other and they would play the notes by handing them <sighs> to each other and the, grabbing it. And they would just, so it was this really interesting video where you're watching people just handing each other things. Yeah. But that's the music. And then music is happening. That's it's, cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Freaking neat. Um, Sounds hard. Other toy instruments of note are the whirly tube, which I did not buy because I thought it would be impractical. You like wave it around and it makes a really loud wailing yeah. noise. <laughs> so it's the it's like the long tube with of corrugated plastic with a little like flange at one end and you wave it around. Flange. You spin it around. It goes like a helicopter. Yeah, you like your Petey Pablo. Yeah. You, okay, I think I know what that is. What do the sound though? I. It's like. <laughs> Wait, Ryan's was like. <laughs> your voice doesn't go that high. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And it may be a few feet long and about a few inches wide. And the faster the toy is swung, the higher the pitch it produces. The inventor is not known of the whirly tube, though Bart Hopkins credits the late Frank Crawford of the UC Berkeley Department of Physics with developing the idea and researching the underlying acoustics. In 1973, Crawford credits another professor with with pointing out to him a toy which, about a year or two ago, appeared in toy stores across the land and gives the brand or trade names whirl a sound freaka and the hummer hmm. the last being made by wj seedler co of la talk about adult toys yeah yeah the, the freaka. freaka speaking of p pablo am i right inspired the song freaka leak sabrina <laughs> <laughs> wow That's my claim to fame you know you know the lyrics yeah it's amazing um and then one other instrument i wanted to mention and conclude with is the trombone which was invented by a guy known as PDQ Bach. Oh, yeah, that His guy. His real name is Peter Schickel. So works that he wrote that were attributed to PDQ Bach often incorporate comical rearrangements of well-known works of other composers. 
The works use instruments not normally used in orchestras, such as the bagpipes, slide whistle, kazoo, and fictional or experimental instruments. Instruments. How do you use a fictional instrument? Such as the pastaphone, made of uncooked manicotti, the trombone, the hard art, the lasso d'amore, and left-handed sewer flute. Lasso d'amore. Um, so the trombone <laughs> is a trombone mixed with bassoon. And Peter Schickel was a skilled bassoonist himself, and he called it a hybrid, that's the nicer word, constructed from the parts of a bassoon and a trombone. It has all the disadvantages of both. (laughs) (laughs) And the sound quality of the trombone is best described as comical and loud. Yeah. And I'm going to play that as the concluding sound of this little report. Great. So are you ready? Yes. That was great. <laughs> I would listen to that all day. Me too. You... It sounds like a, a good soundtrack it also, it, instrument. Yeah. It basically sounds like contrabassoon. Well, it's like the... It's like the basically. <laughs> it's sort of like the Inception sound, and it also sounds like the sound, yeah. the dinosaur, Aww. or the... It does sound like dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. It also sounds like the aliens from Arrival. Mm, oh, yeah. Which is interesting. You love that movie. I do love that movie. I saw it in theaters. It was good. Yeah. And that is my report on toy instruments and these are my toy instruments thanks brian that was fun yeah you're welcome i'm taking these toys home you can have some just kidding not all i want this one just he's kidding. like i need the but D I like sharp this. yeah and on that note <laughs> on that note which is a c sharp we will conclude thank you thanks for listening for listening to all these really annoying sounds and thank you to everyone who participated sabrina and aaron and me and uh, who are you? I'm Brian. Oh, and you're Sabrina and you're Aaron. Thank yeah. You. And if you would like to get in touch with us, you can follow us on Instagram at while you were talking pod. You can email us to while you were talking pod at gmail.com. You can subscribe Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. to keep up with episodes. And many thank yous to Rob Henson who created our theme song. And I did think that's all. So. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. So I, by the way, I see now that I have a, it says the, you know, like the re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. I have re and me. Oh, I have sol and re. So. I have me, fa, do. Wait, so maybe I have me then. Why do we have do, two? Re. Does that make sense? Well, they were Like the half steps? All right, what do you yeah, want to do? but why would I have... I have a do and a re. Solfed is what it's called. Wait, this is do and re? How is that possible? That's what I was saying. I have re and me. Do, like on one? re, mi, fa, yeah. sol, la, ti. Maybe it depends on what scale you're playing. Oh. Do. Okay, well, do the one what that's in white. Scale? See how you have a white and I, then... Do. No, I have just one. Do. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Do. Oh, sorry. Do. This is re. Ready? That's it. I have a fa. I feel also. like it's not like making the noise like clearly this enough. This How'd you do that? Soul. Just right on my kneecap. Oh. Okay. So start with do, Brian. Let's try it. I've never, I've never. 
played with boom whackers before. Me either. I haven't played with any of these toys. Let's try it again. Brian. Your dough. All right. I have, this is also Fa and Soul. We could sing the song with I it too. Soul. The dough. It'd be like, yeah. A, a dear. dear. Okay. Right. We got it. A dear. A female dear. A drop of golden sun. A name I call myself. A long, long way to run. Oh, I knew the first verse. Sorry. A needle pulling thread. La, a note to follow so. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. That'll bring us back to do, 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 do. A dear, a female dear. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Sun, 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 sun. A name I call myself. Self, self, self. A long, long way to run. Oh, so long, long to I run. Have two fa's. That's con- this is fa sharp. <laughs> fa sharp. Fa. So. A needle pulling thread. Thread, 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 thread. La. A note to follow. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. That sounds really scary. Ah. Uh. All right. Chaos. That was fun. That was Yay. great. Oh, God. Joe. Oh, dear. Happy. Oh, dear. I'm going to take a picture.